If you ask someone from Jessup, Pennsylvania if they believe in ghosts, the answer may be an overwhelming yes. Since the Burroughs Incorporation, residents have been experiencing something not of this world. No, I'm not talking about Porchetta. I'm talking about the Jesupian Ghoul. I was picking up ice for Baldo, and Cousins was just about to close. I was trying to unlock my card. I dropped my keys. You know, when you're holding so much shit, then you drop your keys, and you gotta put everything down. Pain in my ass. So I put the ice down, and I couldn't find them. Fucking right in my hand, that's where they were. Like, how the hell are they gonna go that far? Anyway, I bent down to check underneath my car, and I, I felt cold metal creep down the back of my pants. I was scared. I was really scared. I turn around, and I see the silhouette of a fat, hairy gooch right in my face. I'm talking right there. He screamed so loud they could have heard me over in Lackawaxen. The Jesupian ghoul has been described as absolutely chilling, a true fright, and in some cases, just a regular guy. Oh yeah, I know about all this ghoul stuff. Listen, I took one look at that gooch and I, I just knew. I said, hey, get the hell out of here, Steve. We told you we don't want you around here no more. He's been trying to scare his ex-wife so she'll go back to him. That's what that shit's all about. While the ghoul is dismissed by some, others swear it's no joke. Remember it like the birth of my first son. I was walking down the trail and my legs seized up. I was scared and couldn't move. I look up and I see a shadow running toward me. I mean, it was running, but it wasn't going very fast. Got closer and I saw the shirt. It was a Carpino Club shirt. And in that moment, I knew the ghoul was after me. As quickly as I realized what was happening, the ghoul started its attack. Hey, you gonna bitch my son tonight? I think you might want to put him on the mound if you don't want no problems. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I knew I wouldn't last. Hey, buddy, could you give me a ride to Dunmore? My fucking bitch ex-wife stole my car. Started running voice grew louder. Listen, I'm just saying. I don't know how we go from Frank Sinatra to this Justin Bieber's guy. This ain't music, right? This is shit. My legs gave out again. Hey, I got some venison. You want some venison? How about some venison kielbasa? I got tons in the fridge here. I'll bring some over and drop it off with Jenny. No, 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 no problem. I'll run some by you if you don't like if you don't like it, give it to your son. He's got a big game this weekend. That was it. He passed out. I don't know if my body was just given up or if he had taken my soul. But all I know is, when I got home, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. When I got home, I, I, I put on that Pennsylvania outdoor life and I lit a cigarette in my kitchen. I, I didn't even have a TV in my kitchen, but, but after the ghoul, I, I did. I look over on the table and there was a big stack of pull tabs from the church picnic. It was March, but they were there. While the stories of the ghoul may conflict, one thing is certain. Those who have seen the Jesupian ghoul describe a short, red man in a Carbino club shirt from at least 2007. Some have experienced a direct physical assault. Others have been subjected to verbal torture. Everyone who comes across a ghoul agrees on one thing. The Gooch. Oh yeah, I saw him once. Fucking hairy gooch right in my face. He wasn't even that close. But when you look at him, it's a fucking gooch. It's right there in front of your eyes. Unbelievable, really. It smells just like tuna fish. Oh, the ghoul. I remember that, gooch. Can't forget it. The who's it? Oh, the ghoul? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I've been drinking Fortissimo since lunch. Yeah, tons of gooch with that one. <laughs> I saw it in my room with tomatoes in the garden. I thought it was a groundhog, but no. No, no, no. It was the gooch of a ghoul. Buddy, I've been saying for years. Baldo 2013. I was at the stop sign during the S-turn, and when Giorgio passed, I swear to God, I saw the ghoul running in blue. Giorgio? Really? I guess Giorgio's pretty welcome into ghosts. And pedophiles. One thing is certain. Whether or not you believe in the Jesupian ghoul, you might want to be a little bit more mindful if you're traveling on the border of Jessup and Blakely. According to some residents, the ghoul is trapped in the soul of a Pollock who was married into an Italian Jessup family. He travels a land representing the duality of being, 
hoping to convince just one more Jessup resident that he belongs. Well, 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 Jessupian ghouls. Q. Ooh, oh my god, being ghouls. Spooky, That's spooky terrifying boys. stuff. Absolutely. This is scarier chilling. than the uh the elephant ancient aliens. Q ancient alien oh theme. Oh my goodness. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot Drinking what it sounds fortissimo. like. I tell you what. When I uh when I worked at a classic classic Jessup establishment, I poured plenty of uh wine wine what they call the wine uh Plenty of glasses of Fort. Plenty of them. Fort? Yeah. Or not Fort. Mm. Yeah, Fort. Right, yeah, Fort. It was a uh, Reuniti or whatever. Wow, you yeah. see oh, so cool shortening it that's like the, that. Ooh. That's the Lambrusco, yeah. baby. The Lambrusco. Lambrusco. Mm. Lambr- another Reuniti brand. Very big. Very big in Jessup. It's just essentially Welsh's grape juice <laughs> with like Malt liquor. It's it's not. It's, yeah, it shouldn't call itself a wine. It's Italian Manischewitz. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Manischewitz. Holy shit, yo! You want diabetes? Drink a bottle of that. Come on. Okay. Right? I'll keep that in mind next time I want to some diabetes, huh? <laughs> huh? Yep. My baby. God. Give me those needles. Free needles. Heroin for everybody. Ain't a thirteen, huh? Thirteen. We're in the teens now. Come on, we're, we're teenagers. Come on, we're getting some we're hair on our nugs. Boys. Come on, we're old. The nugs. We're getting Can't hair. Stop. We're getting boners. We're wondering what's going on down there. We don't know. We're exploring. We're, we're exploring. We're exploring our genitals. We're we're wandering the river looking for porns. You know, that's uh, right. Looking for nudie mags with our boys down in the, uh, the 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 flood basins. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> We're out in the woods smoking cigarettes, walking in circles. You know, yeah, we are. It's the good old yeah, days. We are. We're going Just to the view. My thirteen, mom. baby. Come on, we're going to the view. My mom. We're going to the endless mountains movie theaters, fucking around in Kmart. Ooh, we're we're, we're trying to buy buy skull long cut at Cousins Convenient Mart. Skull vanilla specifically. <laughs> skull vanilla. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? We're succeeding, yeah, and, and we get it. We get we're it. We get it. it. We get it. <laughs> we. Yeah. That's right. Really giving it to us. That's yeah. right. I don't even remember the what what age I first successfully purchased tobacco at Cousins. I could rem- I could tell you the first time I ever got tobacco. I'll tell the story right now. We got time. We got nothing but time. Here we go, yeah. baby. Don't stop me now. Here we go. As Queen once said, "Don't stop me. Knock it off." So um, it was seventh grade. No, no. Yes, it was. It was seventh grade. I believe. I think it was. I don't know. I sounded very confident first, but now I'm not. <clears throat> we were in the, uh, we were eating lunch, middle school gym. And Eric, you guys would take like orders for dip. Remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> you would take dip orders. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember this was a big, this was a big to do because, you know, we didn't have a lot of money then. So people like some of the other dudes at the table were like, go with, go with a uh, wolf pack. Wolfpack is good, right? Mm-hmm. But then I ended up getting um, Grizzly Long Cut Straight, and it was given to me by, I think, you at, like, my locker, and it was like I had some, like, fucking illicit narcotic. I remember yeah. going home with it in my backpack, and I just felt so much guilt. I just felt like a wave intense. of guilt. It really was. I felt a wave you of guilt. You were dirty. Yeah, I really was. You were in dirty. And it was the same night as a middle school dance. So I remember before the dance, I threw in a dip in my bathroom. Didn't really think much of it. Didn't really affect me that much. I spit it out, went to the dance, blah, blah, blah. Come back, throw in another one watching Jackass on television. That's when it was on MTV literally all the fucking time. Ooh. Yeah. Classic. I throw in a dip and the floor fucking tilts and I get my first nicotine buzz ever. Oh. Ever. And I puked everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I yeah. remember the this... next day, I was hanging out with a friend of ours, uh, who is now, uh, it was uh, Joey. <laughs> was hanging out with Joey, and he was like, he was in the Boy Scouts, he was a very, you know, straight edge guy. 
And he was like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And he made me walk to the woods with him and whip it into the weeds. And I went no back way. a couple. Yes. Yep. What I went a back a couple narc. hours. I know. A narc. I went back a couple hours later and I retrieved it. I mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you get that. Yeah, you, It took that a lot of time back. and effort to acquire that, especially when you're younger, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. But that's, dude, that's back when, like, when you, when you got, like, dip sick, you got dipsick mm-hmm. like it ruined you for like at least an hour like you were done you were down Ian, do you remember uh, a tale of <laughs> us both sitting in our beds late at night and talking to each other on facebook messenger and then the uh end result of that conversation was you coming to pick me up at like 12 30 a.m to go up the road and try oh, and yeah. find the spot where we threw cigarettes out the window because we were like, you know what? We should be done with this. And we tossed them out the window. And yep. then that same night, you picked me up and we went back and got them. Yeah, I remember that very well. <laughs> I remember that very, yeah. very well. Yeah, we, we were driving in the car. I think we were with our mutual friend, Luke. Luke P. And um, Luke P. he convinced us to throw the cigarettes out the window. And he was like, this is, this is gross. You guys shouldn't be doing this. And we were like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, this is bad. We'll definitely get lung cancer soon if we don't stop. <laughs> and we drove, like, it was probably like four hours later. We drove around trying to find them. Did we ever find them? I don't remember if we found them or not. I don't know. I just remember we went. We did go. And that was, ooh, We did go. That hurt. That's... That's such a classic move, though. It's a classic move. It's like, it's like you know, you got a vice or something, and you, you just like, you know, for me, it was like a bull. Like, I was like, late high school, I had a bull on me. Whoa. And I took it, and I whipped it. I I, I, I whipped into the woods. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck this bull. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know what I was doing two days later? Looking for that bull. <laughs> looking for that bull. I was looking for that fucking bull. Amen, sister. Looking to the woods of the bull. Come on. Yeah. Come on, yeah. dude. I, but th- that's the thing. Like, there, there's that fucking, like, I mean, I'm not a religious dude. Atheist. Ooh, ooh I know. Ooh, ooh, so whoa. edgy. Ooh, wee edgy, woo, edgy wee boy. Wee woo, wee woo. But there's that Catholic fucking guilt. I feel like just living in Northeastern Pennsylvania, you get Catholic guilt through fucking osmosis. You know? It's that fucking Catholic guilt. You shouldn't be doing this shit. This shit's bad for you. Don't smoke cigs. Oh, you smoking cigs. Don't don't look at porn. Don't look. Didn't listen. Don't don't be smoking weed. To don't be underage drink. You underage drinking. Don't do it. I guess it says a lot about that kind of uh, thing because like everyone feels that guilt. Mm-hmm. But even the people who do the things they're not supposed to do still feel yeah. the guilt. They're just like, eh, it'll pass. Yeah, dude, I miss... So obviously it doesn't really work. I miss that guilt because it felt like I was getting away with something, you know? Now I feel free. Now it's not fun. Now I'm free. Now it's not not fun. Like, you smoke a cig or you put it in a dip. It's still pretty fun. I don't know. You know, you smoke a bowl. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still like, it's still there, but now it's like, this is normal. This is not like, ooh, I'm getting away with something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like, kill people. It's not like stealing from Pop Pop's mini market anymore, dude. I remember it's, not, it's, just, it's just not the same. We were hanging out in Eric's backyard, and I pulled out a, a pack of cigs, and I just lit one up in front of his mom, and she didn't even care. And I was just like, after that, I was like, "What am I getting away with anymore? I'm not getting away with anything. I'm like 22. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. even matter. I'm not getting away." There's with always shit. those moments when you you're know? like, you first yeah. turn like 21, or you first turn like 18, 19. Yeah, and you're like doing these things in front of people who like. You know, at that point, you still feel like a little reserve. Yeah. You know, at least as far as friends, parents, and family, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But then once you do it, it's like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah. And you're like, ah, I could, I can do this. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to do this. You're allowed. And once you figure out it's okay, nobody cares. It's just <laughs> different. Exactly. And you're just like, huh? Okay. <laughs> totally. Oh. Totally. God, I miss feeling like I was getting away with shit. I really do. It's just not the same yeah. anymore, you know? Now it's like, well, I mean, 26, uh, it does, who cares? But back when I was like 19, who cares? back when I was in my teens, doing this shit, going to sheets at four in the morning and getting a, getting a thing of Marlboro Reds, smoking them with the windows down, listening to Cage the Elephant or like Gogol Bardello or something like that, <laughs> or uh, Biffy Clyro. 
yeah. really felt oh, like yeah. I was getting away with something. You know what I mean? I was like, ooh, summer's going to last forever. I'm getting away with naughty things. The weather's fine, you know? Now it's like, oh, it's winter forever. Yeah, and those experiences were always accompanied by like seven of us just standing yeah. outside of Cousins waiting for someone we knew, yep. even like remotely. Be like, hey, you wanna? Can you buy a dip for eight people real quick? Is that all right with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> looking back, it's like I would never have yeah. done that for anybody. Like, I wouldn't like, even do that to a I, like, server. I wouldn't even do that to a yeah. server now. Yeah. Like, hey, can I have eight dishes for <laughs> yeah. my friends? You know, no way. Yeah, it's well, it's not yeah. even like that. It's like I don't know. Like, it's funny you bring up like cousins and, and stuff like that because my first, the first time I think I ever got. One of the first times I ever got booze was from the parking lot of uh, Cousins Convenient Mart in Jessup. Yeah. Where we, through one way or another, knew this guy, and he had the hookup. Mm -hmm. He had the hookup, right? Right. So uh, we're like, hey, why don't you, um, we'll give you some money. Why don't you go pick up a couple, pick up a couple beers for us? And he goes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And like, he's a really nice guy. He's cool. I still know him now. He's cool. But that being said, we gave this dude who was like maybe like three or four years older than us, like <laughs> like seventy bucks to go out and pick up what ended up being like bush, like <laughs> like bush lights. Right. <laughs> he gave him the money, like a twelve and pack. He left the parking oh lot, God. and we're like, and we're we're sitting there, we're sitting there in cousins, just like chilling, and um, we're thinking like, oh. Do we just get gypped? Like, do we just get like scammed? Yeah. Like, is this not? Are we not gonna like get this back? No, you totally Don't did. Worry. Yeah. He pulled through. He pulled through two cases, two cases of bush, right there <sighs> into our trunk, and we went into the woods in Jessup, and we fucking drank. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, to get oh, drunk. Yeah. You know, you weren't drinking then to be like, "Ooh, let's sip on some beers." You're like trying to get fucked up. You know. <laughs> Oh, we were trying to get fucked up, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't. We weren't. Like, because, like, here's the thing. Like, when you got booze and you're under, like, 22 years old, it's like, I need to take all of this. I need all of this in my body right yeah, now yeah. as soon as possible. It's like when you feed a cat. Um, yeah. You can't yeah. graze. They'll no. eat it all. They'll eat all of that. Yeah. It's yeah, true. totally. Totally. Scarcity. Mm. Wasn't easy. It really was not. I remember multiple strikeouts. Yeah. And trying to get dip or booze, and it's always a it's always upsetting. It's embarrassing like, too. Ah, this guy's like nineteen. He's like twenty two. Yeah, I'm like fourteen yeah. or fifteen. Like <laughs> I don't want to bother this person, but I'm going to because I have no other option. Yeah. And you know what? When I reached that age and things were reversed, I don't think I really had anybody ask me to get them shit, but no. I definitely would not have. I, I wouldn't like, eh, do it just yeah. because it's inconvenient for me i wouldn't care about like if it was like right next to me and i was in there already sure why not but like i'm not gonna go out of my way yeah right no it's so fucking annoying getting shit for other people that can't get it and as you know as someone that has like a medical marijuana card when some people you know they want like just this and that and so forth i'm like i'm thinking in my head i'm like this is so annoying. So annoying. The money. Then he got. Then he got to meet up with them, and then he got like when it's all said and done, it's not even fucking worth it. No, you know I should be. I you know really like if I'm a smart businessman, I should be doing upcharges and bullshit on this. Yeah, but I'm not because I'm a fucking good guy. Hypothetically, nice guy. I mean, yeah, of course, it's all you, hypothetical. Bro. Yeah, all hypothetical in in the world where I did have medical card, and in the world where I did have people that did want to have the weed that I could get off my medical card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But wouldn't that be so annoying if, if that did happen? God, I, I just would. remember what a fucking world of opportunity revealed itself when we learned that, you know, this place isn't a thing anymore, so I, I feel like I get to say it, but the brew house in Sturgis oh. wouldn't card. <laughs> the brew house. It wouldn't card. So we'd be there every night getting, like, hurricanes. Remember that? <laughs> Oh, I remember games. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Play some Edward Forty Hands. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Category five, baby. Coming, coming straight up the valve. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. What a world that was. I used to just be able to go buy like beer, and they knew me. 
didn't card me. They didn't care. If they did, I would say I forgot it, and they'd say next time. And I'm like, sure. Next time. <laughs> Just get yeah, you next, next time. time. That's all. Next time sure. you can prove that you're, sure. you can legally next purchase time. this right now. I remember, I remember like being like 22 years old. Now, mind you, like I'm old for like my peer, not old for my. I'm old compared to like the people I graduated with and stuff like that. Graduated, but like when I'd be in there, graduated. <laughs> Oh, you mm-hmm. mean graduated? Graduated. Graduate. Okay. When you graduate, <laughs> you mean gravitate? Yeah. So I, yeah. So long story short, like um, I gravitated in the class. I'd be of in there, and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be picking I up. I graduated like, my gooch. So I'd be there, I'd be there, like picking up booze. I throw it up there on the counter, and uh, Colleen would be there, and you know, I give Colleen my shit. And, Someone would walk in. Someone like literally in high school or like just out of high school or something would be like walking in with their boys and stuff and they'd be picking up stuff and putting it on the counter. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I really wish I had this when I was younger. I mean, we certainly had it. For, that's okay. Uh, I had tobacco. Fa- I, I did. certainly had it. It was called well, Cousins. Man, what a time. called Cousins, yeah. What a fucking time. I think Brew 14 might have been the age that I first purchased Brewhouse is to. Brewhouse is to beer as cousins as to, to underage kids. That yeah yeah mm-hmm. that 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 cousins is to you know. Underage but back in those days, like we would never drink. We would drink maybe once every seven months when somebody's parents went away and their liquor cabinet and fridge full of beer was open <laughs> to us for the well, not open to us for the taking, but we would take it. You know. Yeah. Oh, never my house that. though, because that was locked. Because they know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my house, but we would no, buy it. We'd yeah, have to you had, We'd your have to parents actually locked up your fucking booze. Yeah, and I have a feeling that's because of me, Dang. not them. I remember my mother had a <laughs> bottle of Pinnacle, like fruit, vo- like whipped fruit vodka, and I watered it oh. down so much that it smelled like it, it, it was like a Capri Sun, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I don't my think god. I've done much of I that. Will, yeah, the days. The days of like watering down your parents' uh, vodka. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it would always get to the point where like you knew you took too much, but you were in too deep now, and you just you just have to roll with it. You know, like it would become mostly water, and by by that point you wouldn't give a fuck. Then you'd be trying to get fucked up again, and you try to drink booze that was mostly water, so you wouldn't be fucked up. You'd just be very hydrated. Yeah. What a paradox! What a paradox! Right. The funny thing is, it it probably wouldn't be too noticeable if you even even if you filled like a quarter of a bottle of vodka up with water, probably wouldn't notice. No, yeah, like, totally. No, honestly, totally. So keep no, that in mind, not. mind, kids. If you're uh, 16 years old, you want to drink, we absolutely do condone it. We do. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not mm-hmm. hypothetically, allegedly. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, the watered down technique. It's not too bad for vodka. No, no, it works. It works. Works best with clear liquids. Mm-hmm. Take that to the bank, Take baby. Notes. Are you writing this down? Are you? Write it down. Don't be scared. Come Take on. notes. There's a pen right next Take to notes. it. I see it. Take Jesus notes. Christ. Google notes. Lazy? Come Just on. Pick it up. Write it down. Holy Jesus. Don't be scared. Pick up Not that pen. Kids these days. You have a crayon? Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know what hurricanes reminds me of? What? It's a very uh, odd connection, but you'll understand it the second I say it. Okay. Ian, when you and I worked at the place, the Circle of Screams. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me that was and my Eric. first job. Yeah. You got it for me. We were up there just palling around. Fucking Spent our entire vibing. paycheck at Sheets immediately after. That's right. That's right. They would pay us such like, shit. It'd be like thirty bucks on an envelope every two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe exactly weekend. What it was. I don't know. That's exactly what it was. Um, Man, that was interesting. That How was very you? interesting. Like seventeen, uh, eighteen, seven. I was seventeen. I think you were sixteen. Yeah, yeah. I was in a suit, fully dressed up, holding yeah. a fake chainsaw, scaring people. Yeah, like, I remember. Hey, I was like, ah, I, "How do I end I, up here?" I really dug it, but then towards the end, you were like, "Fuck this!" So you just stopped coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so 
Circle Circle of Screams is uh, one of those hay rides where haunted hay ride when you're like it's like a haunted hay ride when you're between the ages of like what fourteen to like maybe like eighteen you go to to pretend to get scared by people in masks yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah right yeah you boy I can't believe you boys wait were you, you you were actors essentially. We were actors. Yeah, worked. You were actors. Ian I was like an really actual right. actor. He said yes, I was. You? I did. I had like seven or eight lines. Yeah, there was a whole scene wow. about me. <laughs> yeah. There was. I played a doctor wielding a circular saw, and I would pretend to like cut open the abdomen of this prop, which you know most of it was a prop, but there was. A head. Most of it. But yeah. There was a head that was an actual actor <laughs> under a platform. And then somebody's head would pop up through the center of the abdomen, which was another actor. So there was like two girls inside this platform. Oh. That's right. Two girls, one platform, baby. And I'd cut, I'd, you know, mock cut open the, uh, the center of the abdomen and then like pull the girl up by the hair and be like, uh, I forget what my lines were. I think I think I had to say something like a mock. You only had seven, dude. Oh, what? you know what it it's was? A- I remember. It was uh, you pulled the head up. You go, ah, check this out. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Dude, but it was very embarrassing. Sometimes people would come through that knew me, and then after it was over, they go, great job, Ian, and I wanted to die inside because <laughs> yeah. it was so embarrassing. But also- I don't think my face was seen at all. No. I don't think you, you were wearing a mask, weren't you? Yep, full, yeah. full, full ass suit. Yeah, damn, <laughs> damn. And uh, the next year at that haunted hayride, I went back just to to like help them out and take photos for them. And oh, this is actually very bad, but I'll say it. I got like blazingly, <laughs> blazingly stoned, like the most stoned I've ever been in my life. I got so stoned that I forgot that consequences exist for my actions. So, you know, I was in this dilapidated mm-hmm. trailer nice. um, and I was playing some dude that like rushed out of a trailer and like yelled at people for being on his property or some stupid fucking shit like that. And there was like all these rubber skeleton pieces around like screwdrived to like a picnic table in front of the trailer. Screw. I mean, screwed. Why did I say screwdrived? Whatever. I don't know. Come on. But uh, anyway, there was like a fire. Going right next to it. Yeah. And I just started throwing pieces of the skeleton into the fire. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, somebody ratted on me and said, hey, Ian was throwing pieces of props into the fire. And now I'm not allowed back ever. (laughs) You're just improvising. What a rat. I was just improvising. Fucking narc. Who Who did that? Yeah, like. Rat. Like, imagine being paid like what nine dollars an hour, and someone's throwing just stupid plastic bullshit into the fire, and they go out of their way to rat on you. Yeah, they ratted me for what? For what? Like, like, like for what though? Like, they're not going to get any higher anywhere. They're not going to get any more money or anything. You know what? It's it's like it was shit they never would have noticed unless somebody said something. You know, it was like a skeleton hand that I just threw into a fire that they never would have fucking noticed, and somebody ratted me out. But you know what? I was having fun. Coward. Coward. Absolute coward. But anyway, if you're listening to this, fuck you. You're a coward. But anyway, from September. To November of 2012, every weekend, we were up there fucking around at that haunted hayride. Mm-hmm. And you know That's what? Right. It was kind of fun. Would I ever do it again? Well, no. I mean, no. I have a job. I would never do that again. I have a degree and all that <laughs> shit. But um, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I thought it was a great totally time. Totally fun. The moment it was fun. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I had a job before that. I think that was my first job where like it wasn't just like, hey, you want to do this and I'll pay you. I was like, sure. It was like, yeah, no. uh, hey, you want a job? I think that was it. That's I how desperate that they were it. for employees. They'd hire you like on the spot. You're you're hired. Yeah. They you hired know? me. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I had to go. You literally just like show up. You yeah. just show up with like a heartbeat. Yeah. No, that happened. Like, I remember is, people showing guy. up this that night. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So what's going on here? Like you need a waiter? Oh, mm-hmm. no. It's a haunted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure, I'll do it. Like, that was literally happening. <laughs> yep, that's how it happened. Uh, it was interesting. Oh, my God. What was your first job? Evan, what was your first job? Oh, wait, me? 
Both of you. Oh, I was a cashier I, at you Quinn's. And I was a terrible employee because I just wouldn't show really? up. Really? No way. Oh, yeah, well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I remember people would come into my line at Quinn's and I would hide behind the counter so they didn't think anybody was there. Or sometimes people <laughs> would come up to my register and I'd be like, I'm not open. But I was open. Like, I hated yeah. it. You had, a, nice. you had a good string of years where you just would like always be able to get a job. Like, no problem. And yeah. Like, I, w- I was also trying to get a job at the time and I just never did. But yeah. you would always get a job and then you would always just quit it in like yeah. a month. I would quit. And I was yeah. like, can you just what? give, can you give it to me next time? Yeah, I just didn't give you know? a fuck. What? I didn't want to work for the yeah. man. What's great about you? Yeah, fuck The him. man. What, what's great about you, Ian, is like, you had like so many jobs and you just like dipped out on just about every one of them. Like, <laughs> I just don't know how you kept getting hired by people. I don't know if you didn't tell them that like, it's bec- you worked other places or something. I didn't. It's because I'm charming. I'm a charming guy. I know. I have the gift <laughs> of gab. Come on. I'm, I'm a great interview. Yeah. I got to say, I will charm the fuck out of you. But um, right. after about two weeks. When it comes to actually doing the work. No way. Yeah, not yeah, a chance. Get that out of here. <laughs> not a, no way. Not for me. So, Ian, why should we hire you, huh? Well, I uh, have a great smile, a firm handshake. I tell lots of funny jokes. I'll be a great support. Um, I'm a I'm a people person. I love to talk to people. Love to get to know people. Like like people to think of me not as their server, but their friend. And that's why you should hire me because I will go that extra mile to be somebody's friend. So, Mr. Gibbons, what is what is your biggest weakness? Well, Mr. Zavada, that's a great question. And first, let me compliment you on that great bandana you're wearing. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Huh, my biggest weakness. All day. I'd say that my biggest weakness is that I care too much. You know? <laughs> Sometimes I just, I feel all this pain because I care too much about what somebody's going through. I'll just sit around, you know, whether it's on the toilet or in the kitchen or while I'm just chilling on the couch or if I'm chilling in traffic, I'll think about all this pain in the world and I'll, I'll just wonder what, why, why can't this stop and what can I do to fix it? So I'd say that's my biggest weakness. Will some people call it a weakness? Yes, but I don't think of it that way. I think of it as a strength. I love that shit. I love this shit. Turning like your biggest, like your biggest weakness, being like, yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You gotta turn it into some. Yeah, turn it into a humble brag. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's how you get them. It's a humble brag. That's exactly. How many times is. have I'm you guys? Just, I'm just too good. Yeah. How many times have you guys actually gotten like those cliche interview questions? Oh my god. Have you gotten like the biggest the weakness, time. biggest strength, why should we hire you? Like the ones when you look up like interview questions and everyone you see you're like, "Oh, okay." And then you just never get asked them. It, you know, I haven't had like a legit like I think I had like, you know, like career-wise, I think like two legit um interviews. Mm-hmm. But everything else was just essentially like, "Yo, man, like you you worked in a restaurant for a few years, yeah. Okay, cool. And then like they'll ask you like stupid questions about like the, the pl- last place you worked at, and they're like, okay, yeah, you're hired. You know, um, even like uh, right now, like what I do, I'm like a, I'm a handyman right now. I do random bullshit for people, and they don't. <laughs> they're not sitting there asking me all these different questions. They're like, hey, um, can you fix my chimney? <laughs> hey, could you? paint my wall and i'm just like yeah uh-huh yeah i could do that um <laughs> so like right right now i'm in the middle of a job where it, they want me to like fix all this drywall that's like all water stained and all fucked up and there and <laughs> the guy goes can you fix that i go oh yeah 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 i've done it i've done it a million times before have i done it before no but you know what i did it that's right. It fucking works. It's all that matters. It, it, it actually, like, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of proud of my work. Like, I'm surprised I was able to do it, and I did it, and I did it pretty fucking well. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, I'm Listen. Jesus Christ. But 
I will tell you this, okay? Every single job that exists, every time someone gets hired, every time you hire someone, all it is is one person convincing another person that they should give them money to do something when they probably shouldn't. Because everything that they have to do to get that money, the other person needs to show them how to do it anyway. So there's no reason for me to walk up anywhere and be like, hey, I could do this for you. You want to pay me for so I could do this for you? Right. But that's all it is. You just right. got to convince people to give you money for shit. Yeah. I can confirm right. that's true. Yeah, you you just got to like be confident enough and be like, yeah, you know, I I'm I I done this before. I could do this. We'll make it work one way or another. And what you got to do is you got to like lower expectations. Like for me, what I do is I lower expectations for people. I'm like, yeah, that, that that's probably like a two week job or something like this and that and so forth. <laughs> and then when you get done in a week after like watching like YouTube videos at night, how to like mm-hmm. <laughs> repair drywall, and then you come back and you do it, and you're like, oh my god, it's like you're a lifesaver. It's like you you just did this whole big thing. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, I got all the experience you need. And like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's gonna work so far. There's gonna be there's gonna be some point where I get myself into a project or a job or something like that where I'm way over my head. But honestly, with most jobs and like anything like that, you just gotta fake it till you make it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, I do that still. Or you just keep faking life. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. No one ever makes it. You like, just keep. We're faking. young. We got. We got Google. We got the internet. Yeah. Like, we don't need to know how to do things. No. We just need to look at other people on the internet how to do things and then That's right. take that and replicate Dude, it. That's it. It's so true. <laughs> and most so jobs are true. just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's something that most people could probably, if they put the time in, just do themselves. But it's convenience. It's, hey, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. So I'm going to pay That's you exactly to. it. Yeah, I'm wor- I'm working for this guy right now. He wants like all these American made light bulbs and uh non n- nothing in plastic right. and this and that and so forth and this and that. And I'm like, "All right, man, like, yeah, I'll 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 do it. Um I'll I'll try my best, but <laughs> long story short, I told him 40 bucks an hour." And he goes, "Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that sounds great." <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there in my head, I'm like, uh, yeah, huh? I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah. So now I'm getting this dude. I'm replacing all of his light bulbs with these American-made lights, which, by the way, are incredibly fucking hard to find. But you know what? I could spend all day trying to find these stupid light rack bulbs. Rack up those hours, house, and that's okay. Because yeah, I'll just rack up hours. I can sit here and drink booze and just look up like lights that aren't made in China. Yeah. Actually, he's not even looking for made in the USA for something. It's just not made in China. It's just it's this thing. And you know what? Here's the thing. I can put a Chinese thing in there, and he wouldn't even fucking know it. As long as you True. peel off that sticker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. This was actually made in Dayton, Ohio, by a grandmother. Hmm. <laughs> and her grandmother. Yeah, we got to protect small light bulb. We got to small light bulb. Keep this country business, going. baby. Small light bulb. Support, support small light bulb. Get the hell out of here, big light bulb. Artisanal light bulb. I got this off Etsy. I got this light bulb off Etsy. Mm. There have been weirder things. That I'll, go, been I'll go to so Hetty's. I'll go to Hetty's glass shop and be like, hey, I need you to blow me 20 light bulbs. I don't know if right. that's a fair trade. You, you want them to blow you for 20 light bulbs? Whoa. How much could that possibly be? It's like 30 bucks. Yeah. Whoa. It's <laughs> a little lopsided. Blow me for, don't worry, it'll be hot. My it'll God, Hetty's. That was Hedies. a place I always avoided. I wasn't really sure what was going on there, you know? Me neither. Never like, went. Mm, do no, I want to walk in there? I don't know. I was never very into the culture of marijuana. Me Even neither. I smoked it when I was like in high school. I wasn't, I wasn't showing up to Hetty's just to look around, okay? No. People, people who like make an identity out of like smoking weed are the worst and people. Having all these different like bong pieces and shit. Yeah, you 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 are incredibly vapid, and you should kill yourself. It's always people what? that haven't smoked weed until college. All of a sudden, they start smoking weed in college. They make their right. entire personality. They're always jonesing for for for. Uh, hey, bro, you want to smoke tonight? It's like, whoa, Damien. We smoked last night. We smoked the night before. We smoked every night this week. Give me a break. I want to smoke by myself. 
They make it their entire personality. Why don't you just smoke and then you do your thing and I'll do whatever I want. Yeah. You don't have to ask me every time. They buy a tapestry. They listen to Tame Impala. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's incredibly vapid bullshit and it's, it's, and the only thing you do with these people is like smoke weed with them. And then when you smoke the weed and like, you just want to chill or like, you know, listen to whoever. Listen to music and stuff, and maybe chill burn and skeleton like, hands. Know, maybe crack a beer. Yeah, right. But like their whole thing is, yo, man, I'm so ripped right now. Oh my god, that shit is so fire. Yeah. I'm so floored right what now. What happened to quiet it's enjoyment? Like, like, you know? Oh my goodness! Right, just fucking just enjoy the weed. Enjoy it's, it. You don't have you like it's the, the weed isn't like the thing. Like the weed is the enhancer to the thing that you're doing right there. That's why you always smoke weed when you go to fucking concerts yeah. and shit. Or like listening to music and stuff. It's not the weed isn't the show. Okay. The weed isn't the thing. The weed is just the 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 lubricant, the social uh, lubricant. Yeah. You know yeah, it reminds me of it reminds me of a scene from the film Get Him to the Greek with Russell Brand and Jonah Hill where they're like drinking beers and Jonah Hill says to Russell Brand, wow, this lager really hits the spot. And it's just the fact that he calls it a lager, you know, and not just, wow, this beer's great. It's like, wow, this lager really hits the spot. That's what I think of these kids that don't smoke weed until college. You know what I mean? They're like, wow, this is the most bomb weed ever. I'm so high. Oh, my God. You know what? You know what I think might even be worse? I think what what might even be worse is if, you know, you smoke pot, you enjoy doing it, you do it all the time. And yeah. there's always still people that will always, like, mention it. Uh-huh. Or, like, act as if it's, like, a thing that needs to be talked about. Like, yeah. are, you, are you high right now? It's like, yeah, I always am. Yeah. Like, nothing's different. It's, it'd be weirder if I wasn't. Yeah. It's like, what do you think is happening? Like, do you think, like, I have, I'm seeing unicorns in my head and, like, doing backflips through the sky? Like, what do you like? Do you think I can't comprehend what's happening right now? I think yeah. that's like the flip side of the person who doesn't shut up about being high. Yeah. But you know, the good thing about those people is that I think, especially during high school and college, we've all smoked with those people just because we had no other choice. Mm. And then once the smoking was done, right. you just wish you were anywhere but there. I would always leave. You're like, hmm, okay, well, I better get going. Yeah. I would smoke with somebody I didn't like, then I'd go hang out with my friends. Or like an overly friendly dealer. Oh, God. Overly friendly dealer. Uh, The dealers insist that you hang out. Then then they get you too high, and then you're like, oh, now I I can't leave. Like, I I, I don't know what's going on. They're like, oh, brother, I just made a pizza. You want to watch Celebrity Deathmatch? Remember Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV2? You want to watch that? I got a whole thing queued up. I made some pizza. Hang out. Come on. You want water? You want water? I got beer. You want a beer? You want want a a Miller Genuine Draft from my dad's fridge? Yeah, you could have one. No problem, dude. We got a ton of them. It's like, yeah, no. Do you have parents? Ah, they're they're somewhere. <laughs> Are they walking yeah. the house Yo, the and all of a sudden you have to deal with their parents they, of this person you don't even know while you're high? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The, anxiety. the weed dealer's parents were always like they're always like there but never they were they're there but they're far away. You know what I'm saying? Like they're always there, they're always around, but you never like you never had to interact with them or anything. And they were just like kind of cool with whatever happened. And it always made, you know, you, or for me, it always made me feel like uncomfortable. So I'm like, I feel like we're all talking about somebody living. I feel like we're all talking about somebody incredibly specific. We're just doing it in very general, vague ways. We're probably all talking about (laughs) the same person. It might be the same person. (laughs) It might be, no, but no, this is like, this is an archetype. This is an archetype. This is a type of person. This is a thing that happens. And it's a, it's like many people go through. Yeah. No, for sure. I think my mom's cat died. Oh, what? no. <laughs> yeah, you know, You're here to hear first. Evan's mom's cat died. Breaking news. Breaking news on the Anna podcast. Yeah. Anna exclusive. Anna exclusive. On the Anna podcast, we've just gotten word that Evan's mom's cat has died. Meow. I just want to give a quick tribute. 
I um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you give me a moment, please, boys. Can I, can, can I guess the cat's name? The processes. Yeah, go ahead. Butterscotch. Sheila. <laughs> not, not too far off. I mean, it, it's Chunley. Oh. <laughs> Chunley? Yeah, like the guy from. Uh, like Pawn Stars? Pawn Stars. <laughs> oh, my God. Baby. Oh, I thought yeah, you said Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Like Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Not Chumley. Chun-Li. That's Chumley, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's Chumley. No, no. It's oh my god, my cat Chumley died. <laughs> anyway, this is a tribute. I just want to so say, sorry. Yeah. All right, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Chumley, you were a fantastic cat. Eric, sing Ave Maria in the background. Okay. <laughs> when I first when I first laid eyes on you, and you laid eyes on me, we knew. That it really made it. Chumley, you enjoyed cat catnip. You enjoyed dad's cat food, dry cat food. And you enjoyed water. And he used to run around the house. And... <laughs> Chumley, you were a fantastic cat. That's all you the best cat a man could ever. You did fantastic, thank you. Chumley, you're the best cat person could ever had. You did all the cat things that you expect out of a cat. And now you're gone. I wish I could have another moment with you. I wish I could look into your eyes again. I wish I could just hold you and pet you. All right, all right. Scratch that, that, all right, that's that back part of your butt. All right, that's enough. Okay, all right. Can I give Chumley a little eulogy? Yeah, let's all say our yeah, piece. Please, please. Let's let's give our uh, let's give our P's and Q's. Um, here I go again. Talking about Chumley. <sighs> feels just <laughs> feels just like yesterday. Chumley was uh, licking mustard off my arm. <laughs> the little sandpaper <laughs> cat bristles on his tongue. <laughs> Chun-Li liked, uh, he liked the mustard to be full grain. He wasn't about that process shit. Not Chumley. I just going to keep referring to him as different names. Chun-Li. <sighs> Chun-Li, Chun-Li, Chun-Li. Dennis. Chimney. Chimney was a great cat. He did great licks off the shaft. And, uh, God. Nobody had a tongue like that cat. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, man. All right, I got. I have. I have Thank a few you. words. Um, Chumley, the first time I ever laid eyes on you, you really, you scurried up to the door, but then once you saw it was me, you just walked right away. And the way you flashed me that pink little asshole, oh, I've I've never seen anything like it. You stuck that tail straight up. I can still see the litter on the back end of that tail. And when when you flung your tail up a little bit a little bit shot off and landed on the carpet. And then Those you just circled and then you just you just sat right down and you presented me you presented yourself to me with all of your soul. And I I rubbed your belly. And I've I've never felt happier in my entire life. And so I want to thank you for accepting me from the very first moment we met. Because you know what? There's nobody like you, baby. It's beautiful. Rest in peace. Thank you. That was great. Was that Robert Frost? That- yes. That was beautiful. Yes, it was. Oh, wow. And I'm now, I'm now going to speak like this for the rest of the podcast. I think we should end you know on what? a nice... L- yeah, on a nice I little think we poem. Just I, yeah. Turn this into NPR. I think I'm gonna. I, I think we should end on a nice little poem I wrote specifically for Chumley. Um, okay. This is called Ampersand, and it's written by me just right now. This is for okay. Chumley. This is for Chumley, everyone. <sighs> Here we go. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. 
And sorry, <laughs> I could not travel both. And be one traveler, long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth, then the other, as just as fair as Chumley. And having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, and leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, Chumley, I kept the first for another day. <laughs> Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. Chumley, I shall be telling this with a sigh. Chumley, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, and Chumley, I, and Chumley, took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference with Chumley. Thank you. Wow, that was amazing. I am crying. Thank I you. I just know he would appreciate that. Those were, I think Chumley those were incredible. Those were incredible eulogies. Um, I just received conf- confirmation that Chumley indeed has passed and is <laughs> in uh, my garage. <laughs> so Does somebody need a I handyman? Need leave, I need to leave and I need to deal with this. Autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't we wish. Just like Don't Robin wish. Williams. But Yeah. I gotta deal with this, boys. I think that I think that call is a podcast. I think that's the end of it for tonight. Yeah. That's a good timing. Rest hey, in peace, Chumley. Pour one out for <laughs> Chumley. Ain't a 13. Pour one out for but... Chumley. Meow, 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 meow. I'm sorry about your meow, cat. I'm a meow, meow, meow. meow. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now. Meow, meow.